Good morning, everyone. I'm R. W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 10th of August, the 223rd day of this leap year of 2020, giving us 143 days until 2021. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was over 19.2 million, an increase of over 1.8 million since the week before. The number of confirmed cases in the United States near the end of this past week was nearing 5 million, an increase of 400,000 cases since the week before. In second place toward the end of last week was again Brazil, its confirmed cases nearing 3 million. India again was in third place with a cumulative total of nearly 2.1 million confirmed cases. Russia was again in fourth place having approximately 876,000 confirmed cases, followed somewhat distantly by South Africa, continuing in fifth place, with nearly 539,000 confirmed cases. Mexico remained in sixth place, with almost 463,000 confirmed cases. Peru is following closely in seventh place, with 367,000 cases. The number of deaths from COVID-19 globally by this past Friday was nearing 716,000, up over 42,000 from the previous week. This past Friday, confirmed COVID-19 deaths in the United States totaled at least 161,000, up nearly 8,000 deaths from the previous week. In other words, nationwide, COVID-19 this past week killed at least 1,157 United States citizens per day. We remain the number one hotspot for coronavirus deaths on the planet, with Brazil again in second place, having nearly 99,000 deaths. Displacing the UK, Mexico was in third place this past week with nearly 51,000 deaths, so that the UK has fallen into fourth place with almost 47,000 deaths. Heavenward for the next few evenings, concurrent with the last quarter moon, the Perseid meteor showers will best be seen during the mid to late evening hours before the waning moon rises and reflects enough light to be distracting. That isn't to say in the peak morning hours before dawn, a dedicated stargazer won't possibly see a passel of Perseids, only that the evening hours are most likely to present those fine phenomena known as earth grazers, long, slow, colorful meteors traveling horizontally across the evening sky. Today in 1893, the Frenchman, Frenchman Rudolf Diesel in Augsburg, Germany, achieved the first ignition of his 150-millimeter bore, 400-millimeter stroke internal combustion engine. Within years, he would demonstrate an efficiency of 26.2% with the engine, a significant achievement considering that the then-popular steam engine had an efficiency of about 10%. Today in 1897, the first ever auto club was formed as the Automobile Club of Great Britain and Ireland and will later be known as the RAC or Royal Automobile Club. Today in 1945, following the atomic bombing of its cities Hiroshima on August 6th and Nagasaki on August 9th, Japan announced its willingness 
to surrender to the Allies, provided that the status of Emperor Hirohito remained unchanged. Today in 1974, Gerald Ford, upon the resignation of Richard Nixon, became our president, promising a government of honesty and transparency. Today in 1874, in West Branch, Iowa, blacksmith Jesse Clark Hoover and school teacher Hulda Minthorn Hoover had the second of three children, Herbert Clark Hoover. Hulda was a Quaker minister who campaigned for prohibition, and Herbert later remembered spending a day as a toddler with his mother, electioneering at the polls against liquor. But Herbert would soon lose both his parents to disease and then be raised by relatives. He attended Stanford University, becoming a mining engineer, working in Australia, China, Africa, and Central and South America, and making himself a millionaire. Herbert headed three major relief agencies during and after World War I, saving hundreds of thousands of war refugees from starvation. The Harding and Coolidge administrations employed Herbert Hoover as a Secretary of Commerce, and in 1928 he won the presidency. Unfortunately, the stock market crash occurred the next year, unleashing the Great Depression. When Hoover failed to convince the public that the economic disaster was not his fault and that he was taking corrective action, he was voted out of office. In a sense, the chickens Hoover had promised the voters during his 1928 campaign ironically came home to roost four years later. In 1932, Democrats sought to embarrass the Republican incumbent by recalling his chicken in every pot and a car in every backyard to boot. Fittingly, not so many months back at Hoover's alma mater, Stanford University, the eponymous Hoover Institute's Andrew Roberts was reviewing Katherine Arnold's Pandemic 1918, in which she reminds the reader that within its first half year, the Spanish influenza had killed more than 25 million people and that eventually, after the epidemic had fully run its course, at least 50 million people, and perhaps as many as 100 million, would be numbered among the Spanish flu's fatalities, many more than from World War I, which ran concurrently. Roberts also alludes to the incredulity remarked by Lord Danny Finkelstein in The Times of London, quote, Yet somehow, when the history of the 20th century is told, the story of the First and Second World Wars, of Hitler and the Holocaust, of Stalin and his purges, of Mao and his famines, of depression and recovery, of capitalistic progress and the welfare state, little space is devoted to the origin and impact of one of the century's truly great events. And now we, in many ways in our behaviors, are repeating the history of that epidemic, that history that so many know so little about. Delve into it, is my suggestion. Find some of the pictures of spectators in stadiums, spectators who were wearing masks, but who were sitting shoulder to shoulder, as if they could conceive of no other way to live life during an epidemic, but to congregate and to enable the contagion as much as possible. Today is also the birthday of Norma Shearer in 1900, of Rhonda Fleming in 1923, of Jimmy Dean in 1928, and Antonio Banderas 
1960. For more on Omain, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the eighth official week of summer 2020.